So what does an equestrian look like? Well, do you ride a horse? It looks like you, you are an equestrian. And yet it has become really apparent to me that there are so many riders out there who do not feel like they look like what an equestrian is. I want to talk about that today. Hi there, my name is Orna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians, all equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And this week, I'm not talking about the conversation between riders and their horses. I'm talking about the conversations between riders and how you have a voice, I have a voice, we all have a voice, and how we can begin to use our voice to help our sport to become more diverse. You know, all it can do is build and help and just grow the sport. And where I want to take this from is obviously all of the difficult conversations that have been happening both in households and online and between friends and between people who've never spoke to each other before. There's been a lot of difficult conversations going on the past couple of weeks and I feel that it's important to try and address this and to try and actually use it, use this kind of moment in time these feelings of intense discomfort I've been feeling it anyway and I'm sure you have as well at some form or another but using these feelings of intense discomfort to actually move things to push things out to to grow our sport as a whole that's what I want to talk about today so a couple of years ago well a good couple of years ago (laughs) I want if you've been in the whole horse riding game for any length of time you will have noticed that there has been a shift there's been a change okay and where this change has been really really obvious and evident at least to me anyway has been regarding horses so there would have been always a kind of a almost like a snobbishness that it was it it was very very apparent in horses in equestrian in riding for quite a while okay there was this feeling and it was towards horses okay so there was types of horses that were deemed useful and there were horses that weren't okay and it has shifted. It's amazing. It's lovely to watch. It has shifted. Now we can see as riders, as equestrians, that there is a place for all horses. And was this always true? Of course it was. However, it was just not the, if you want, the the story that was being told in many equestrian circles, okay? There was this feeling that the horse had to look a certain way, he had to be a certain breed, he had to do certain things and all this kind of fun stuff in order to be of value. And that's simply not true. It's not true. We know it's not true. And I think it's lovely. It's wonderful how just in maybe 20 to 30 years, that has all changed. And we've got this wonderful now inclusiveness where horses are concerned and and they are all of value and and they're amazing value in fact i think some of the most valuable horses in the world are the poor downtrodden riding school ponies (laughs) that people don't place a whole lot of monetary value on but gosh don't they do us such a service and they help so many riders actually on their way it's like the first step of the ladder and anyway all this to say our perception as equestrians has changed, okay, for the better. It's fantastic. So we are capable of this. The other place that I've noticed this has changed a lot is regarding disciplines and training methods. So again, in the past, there would have been this kind of, you had to be on a track, okay, and 
this track, you couldn't deviate off of that, heaven forbid. You had to stay on this track, okay? And you had to do whatever it was that people who, I don't know, participated in whatever that discipline was, there, there was certain things that you should do. That's no longer true. People are blending and mixing and, and they're getting all these different methods and, and even blending disciplines and making whole new disciplines and it's wonderful and it's fantastic and it is how it should be. People are taking what's there and they're making it their own. They're taking it and they are just making it feel good for themselves, feel good for their horses. And by doing so, it's it's pushing it out. It's broadening the whole conversation. It's broadening everything. So all this to say that we are capable of this and equestrian sport as a whole is capable of this. And yet there is one glaringly obvious. And if you open any sort of media to do it, equestrian sports, you will see this. There's one glaringly obvious area that we do not diversify in. And that is what the yard looks like and what the people at the yard look like and it's true and and it's a difficult conversation and i feel uncomfortable saying this and i'm sure i'm going to get a bit of kickback saying it but you know it has to be said it has to be put out there it is it is what it is <laughs> and unless we begin to actively make choices and actively express our opinions and say the things that need to be said it is going to stay like that and it doesn't have to we've seen how bringing diversity into the other areas of the sport how it has grown it and expanded and just made it wonderful and, and it continues to do so on a daily basis we need to take that same approach where it comes to what an equestrian looks like i have never ever ever <laughs> never walked into a yard and had that feeling that I've just walked into maybe a magazine or, you know, some sort of a, an ad, a TV ad campaign or that. I've never had that because I've never walked into a yard where all the riders were maybe under 30, there thereabouts, and they all had the perfect shape and the perfect body. And they all had these beautiful horses who were of a certain type and of a certain caliber and of a certain breed and whatever the case is, okay? I've never had that. In fact, most yards I walk into, there's all ages of horses, all ages of riders, all types of horses, all types of riders. None of them look very clean, I might add. Um, any yards I've been to where the riders are actually just there showing up for their horses, wanting to be the best version of themselves. The riders aren't sitting there making sure that they're absolutely picture perfect clean. No, they're in there. They're doing whatever it has to be done. And also the riders are all different diversities where it comes to culture, where it comes to background, where it comes to beliefs and traditions and everything. And that is what makes it, that, that is what makes it real. And yet that's not reflected in the media today. I know myself firsthand with this, so um, the, each week we have a, a photograph to go along with the, the podcast episode. And I can tell you now, I struggle to find any sort of diversity with those photographs. Now, we're doing something about it ourselves. I've, and I'm going to be honest with you, up to this point, I've been just downright lazy and I have failed to do anything about it. And I'm ashamed of that. And I, I'm busy basically trying to rectify this right now as we speak and um, we're trying to do something about it here as strides for success and just as me personally myself Lorna Leeson and um, we're just trying to change that but 
it, it's difficult. It's not out there. But I think if we could just begin to to want that, to ask for that, to demand that, to say to to the bigger brands and the bigger companies and and the the bigger people, if you want, um, that that no, we want to see more equestrians, not 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 the people in the magazines, not 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 the fancy dancy people, and uh, with all their spit and polish, and they look wonderful. We want to see the real life stuff. That's what we want. Okay. I feel that that is where we can begin to take the conversation and to move the conversation forward. Now, there is a stereotype of what an equestrian looks like. Um, And I just find it amazing because, as I said, uh, very few people match that. Very few actual real-life equestrians match that stereotype, in my experience anyway. Okay, Um, So I think that it's just really important to have this conversation. This is an uncomfortable conversation. I feel really uncomfortable just being here and and telling you this stuff and, and talking to you. But I do want to open the conversation up. I feel that it has to. I sent out an email last week and I just kind of... Uh, well laid things bare a little bit regarding me and, and, and what's happened in my life and things like that um, and the biggest thing that I've got back I got so much feedback and thank you so much by the way and um, there's been wonderful but the biggest thing that I got back was how people do not feel like they are an equestrian because they don't feel like they look the part that is absolute nonsense it is rubbish that is that is not true not true i'm telling you now if you're out there and if you're interacting with your horse on any sort of a basis not it doesn't have to be a daily basis doesn't even have to be a weekly basis if you can just identify with a person who rides a horse and who maybe doesn't even ride a horse and this is what's lovely the diversity within our sport right now you don't even have to ride anymore you can just be with your horse on the ground you don't have to do anything fancy but if that if that describes you you're an equestrian and I think we need to stand up and start saying this. We need to get it out there that we are all equestrians, regardless of how we look. Okay. Okay. Um, I am not an expert in this at all. I am learning. I am doing my best to learn. It is a conversation. We have to have the conversation. You might not agree with me. You might not agree with anything I've just said. You might think, Lauren, that's hogwash. You go back to teaching people how to ride a horse. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, I am not a, in any shape or form a political or a, a any sort of an activist, but I don't think this is political. I think that this is about us as people. This is about our sport and this is about helping all riders to feel included and to feel that they belong here and I tell you now what the horse doesn't judge you <laughs> so don't let the the people there judge you either okay really and truly I have to stress that and um, I think we all need to stand up and just be very clear on that going forward okay I thank you so much for listening for listening to this um definitely a break from the norm hey again um i am uh, this is just my opinion it is what i want to say i could be wrong about some of these things i don't know okay i'm learning i just do feel though that we have to try and lean into this a little bit and by doing so we are going to grow as people as a sport it is just going to make things better so 
I'm kind of challenging you. If I can put it to you, I'm going to challenge you to do the same this week. And not just this week. Okay, that's really important as well. This has to be the only way we're going to make change here is by going forward. But I do want you to take action this week. Begin taking action. Don't let it be something that you're going to sit back and let other people do. Begin. Come on, start where, start where you are now. Okay, begin taking some action. Okay, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Be good. Have a great week and I'll chat to you soon. Bye.